Hey Photographer, welcome to the Bookmark Clients Photography Podcast. Do you want to learn how to market your business and have consistent bookings? Do you search for how to get your name out there and attract quality clients? Do you feel lonely and frustrated when you scroll through social media and comparison takes over again? Hey, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I too was trying to build my photography business while working a full-time job and trying to be an intentional wife and mama of two. I wanted to feel confident in my work, have a fully booked calendar, and grow my photography business from part-time to full-time so I could leave my teaching job and have more freedom with my family. But I believed that I wasn't good enough and couldn't do it in the mama cracks of my day, which kept me stuck for far too long. I finally decided to take matters into my own hands by getting out of my own way, investing in mentors, and not being afraid to fail forward. You don't have to stay stuck trying to figure it all out. I teach you how to build a profitable photography business through business tips, marketing strategies, and mindset tools. Charge your camera batteries and grab your coffee. It's time to ditch the excuses and book more clients. Hey, Stacy! I'm so excited that you are here on the show. Today's conversation is going to be such a good one. It's such a needed one. But before we dive into that, I would love for you just to give us a short rundown of who Stacy Tischel is. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Brooke. Super excited to be here. So I have two different businesses. I've been an entrepreneur now for almost 20 years. I actually started in the dance world. So I actually started teaching dance classes right out of high school. I then added music in and we have two performing arts academies in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I really have not been involved in them in the last nine years or so, I should say. I have put systems in a place, a team in a place, and then have removed myself out of that. And I just started teaching other business owners how to do that as well. And that's kind of how foot traffic started. So that's my second business where I'm coaching and consulting other small business owners, how to really scale your business. But I'm not just about making money. I'm very, and I know you know this about me, but I'm very much so being present, getting that time freedom back, you know, spending time with family, all of that. So I want it all. I want the money and I want the time. So that's, that's basically a little bit about me. Yeah, I love it so much. And I personally, yes, of course, I I know you and I've had the pleasure of getting to work with you in multiple different ways and learning from you. And I think that you are very creative, very innovative. It doesn't really matter what's going on. I feel Mm -hmm. like Stacey finds a solution. And so that's really why I want to talk about this topic of how do we keep running our businesses during these economic hardships or really just during seasons maybe another pandemic, hopefully not in our lifetime, but yeah. maybe. And yeah. so a lot of, a lot of photographers right now are just feeling defeated and down and just like questioning everything. The bookings are lower than they usually have been. And of course we're more of a luxury service if you want to think about it that way. Yeah. And so it's not like people need us. They still need us, but they, you know, some people, if they have to cut the expense, they have to cut the expense. So I would love to discuss just different ways that we yeah. can be innovative, creative, and all of those things during this. For sure. Project. Yeah. And here's the thing. I mean, my brick and mortar businesses, you know, having dance and music, 
nobody needs that service either. That is truly a luxury, right? And we have to make sure we dial in our messaging to why they would want us. Because I believe that people can afford what they want to buy. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, because I had somebody come to the front desk like years ago when I worked at the front desk. And I will never forget, she plops her Louis Vuitton purse on the desk and is telling me how she can't afford (laughs) to make the $70 payment next month. And I'm thinking, lady, this purse is like $3,000, right? People afford what they want. So you've got to make sure you're convincing enough and paint the picture of why they want it. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. So do I know your photographers. Do, are your photographers all different? Are they a certain niche? Are you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think everybody's all over the place. But okay. basically, like example being for me, family and newborn. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So here I'll use you as an example. And then we can go in any other direction, too. I mean, newborn to me kind of feels like you're cheating because who is going to sacrifice not having newborn photos? Yeah, I just don't see it. I like your avatar is the mom that would never, ever miss out. Like I have a friend who is honestly pretty frugal. She is. I mean, they are not extravagant people. They went overboard when they had the maternity photos, the newborn photos, the three month, the six month. She's getting mini sessions in between three and six months. I'm like, what in the world? Right. She's buying all the like the portraits for the wall. It's like you have to make sure you're expressing what they're getting and what and not just like you're going to get a picture. It's like you're capturing a moment in a season that is scary, that is crazy, that is all the things, right? And you really want to share like what they're going to be getting from that. So even if you have to go with family too, like tying into like, like holding onto the moments, holding onto the memories, this goes so fast, right? So I think no matter who you are, what you sell, you have to just pivot your messaging. Don't ignore what's going on in the world. Use that as part of your messaging, right? You know, how many moments have these kids missed? that they should have had. How could you recreate some of those moments, right? Like for instance, I'm not one of these people because I made sure my my students had it, but there was a, a studio that canceled the recital, no pictures, no dancing, nothing. How do you say, listen, I know you didn't get the, the recital pictures, but let's get her. You have that costume. Like, let's get her in the costume. Let's go take photos. Like, we don't need the dance studio to put it on for us to do this, right? So just anything you can think of when you're seeing these kids getting graduation skipped and all of these things, how do you recreate it? Like, what can you do to capture that moment? So I think this is where you got to get creative on your messaging. I'm in a world where my studios are still down revenue, but it doesn't matter. Revenue is one piece of the puzzle right? We're looking at our expenses. And if I can get my expenses down to a certain mark, I actually had higher profit margin this year than before. So it's not about you're cutting, you know, certain people. It's about the the profit margin left over and how do we work that out? Yeah, I love that. Okay. I want to take just a real quick turn into this idea of messaging, because I think this is something I teach, especially my programs too. But I think so many photographers struggle with I don't know what to say. I don't know what my messaging is. Do you have one or two tips that they can take with them to create their messaging? Completely. Okay. So I always say like, I'm not a great writer. I hire copywriters. Like it's just not my thing. I'm not anything. But what I will tell you is I could do it if I had to. And it's because you take what people are saying about you and you use that, right? So Brooke, if you've got like an amazing client you love, you can say like, hey, what made you 
want to get newborn photos? Like, how did that spark? And all of a sudden she says in DMs, well, you know, I see everybody on social media and they have these cute little newborn photos. And like, I just really wanted that for my child. Or maybe their story is like, my mom didn't have any photos of me growing up. Like, I don't have anything. Like, they were in a shoebox and I don't even know where that shoebox is anymore. Right. So when you hear those stories, you can say to somebody, are you somebody that has no childhood pictures? Do you want to give the gift of that to your children? Right. So you're not thinking of it. You're hearing what your clients are saying and turning that into copy. Yeah. Makes sense. I love that. That Yeah. That's such a good idea. And that's something that anybody and everybody can do, whether mm-hmm. you've had one client or you've had a hundred, go yeah. back and ask questions. Why, why are family photos important to you? Why are you not like cutting costs when it comes to a photographer for your wedding? Yeah. Like any industry start asking questions. So homework number one, ask yeah. questions and get answers. And, and here's the thing. Good. Like clients that you love, they will happily answer those questions for you. And they'll answer very honestly. So I would say, and that could be something you put in place as a system after they've signed up and they're, they've paid for it. You can even have like a questionnaire before they come to the shoot and stuff. And in there, it can say, you know, why did you want this? And then why did you think to come to me? Like, where did that come from? Were you referred? Did you see us on social? Like, give me more details. And that's the kind of stuff where you can start to go, okay, wow, they're seeing me from other people tagging me. How do I get more people to tag me since that activity is working? Yes. Okay. This is gold because most of us have the question in our questionnaire. How did you hear about me? You know, but now we can like bring that like a little go deeper with it, get a why and a how at the same time. So I love that two golden tips. And let me, let me go a tiny bit deeper. So that's people usually say like, where'd you hear about me? Right. So Brooke, where did you hear about me? You specifically probably someone else's podcast. Okay. This is perfect. So you heard about me from somebody else's podcast. So now I know I need to, and what am I doing right now? I'm on somebody else's podcast. Okay. So do you see that? Like I have prioritized things like this because I know it's an activity that will produce potential clients. Now, Brooke, you probably didn't just hear me on a podcast and buy something. What did you do after that? Yeah. Then I started following you and getting okay. into your world. Yes. And then maybe my social or maybe one of my podcasts yes. prompted you to do it. So there are actually two activities we have to be aware of where you initially found me and then what converted you because most people don't find you and buy you the same day. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. So good. Are you ready to create a photography business that attracts dream clients on repeat? Imagine for a second that your photography business felt fun and possible instead of a chore of constant overwhelm. You were able to book clients on repeat without all of the guesswork of the how. You had an established online brand and were the go-to photographer in your area. You knew how to confidently price your services and attract clients you love working with. You understood social media marketing as a photographer and now use it to grow your business, bookings, and profits. Want to know the proven strategy and blueprint to book consistent photography clients without all of the guesswork? I've got you. I want to invite you to join the From Broke to Booked Blueprint program. I put my eight plus years of experience building my own photography business and helping hundreds of photographers build theirs into this program so you can do the same. It's time to create your profitable, purposeful, five-figure-plus photography business that you love. Head to brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program 
to join us today. I can't wait to see you inside. BrookJefferson.com slash blueprint program. Okay, so let's transition into mm-hmm. photographers that are questioning their pricing. People can't yeah. afford me. That's the mindset. And I know mm-hmm. we did, we already kind of covered a little bit of that. People will pay for it. So our messaging yeah. has to be right. But should people be lowering their prices? Should they find a creative way? It, should anything change basically during yeah. times of hardship? Okay, so I actually think if you lowered your prices right now, it would look a little concerning or even a little desperate, like things aren't going well. Does that make sense? Yes. So who in the world is lowering their prices in 2022 right now? I mean, I'm not going anywhere and finding deals. I am going everywhere and going, oh my goodness, it just skyrocketed 20%, 30%, 50%, right? I don't think anybody, and like, what do you, what, what do you think somebody charges? Like, give me a random number for, I know it could be all over the place, but like, just yeah. say like 150 or whatever. I don't know. Um, $400 yeah. is probably okay. going to be average. So let's, let's think about this $400. So you're like, do I go to 350? Let's be real. Anybody that spends 350 is going to spend 400. Like, unless you're discounting it crazy, there's no difference. And if you discount it crazy again, I'm looking at you like I want to buy from winning businesses and businesses that I think are taking off. I want to go to the photographer that's getting booked out and is raising their prices and everybody's hiring her. I'm a little nervous if my photographer is starting to do some desperate stuff. I'm thinking she's not that good, right? Like something's going on because this company is raising their price and they're doing this and all the things. So I really think now is a time to raise your rates, even if you're comfortable now is a great time. Everybody's raising the rates. No one's even going to question it because everybody knows the world is like leveling up to whatever our inflation rate is right now. So don't, don't pause on this and and lower, please don't lower. Don't even stay the same. I want everybody going up. Yeah, I really agree with that. And I think, I think a lot of people are going to have to wrestle with that challenge, if you will. And I mean, why not try it and see what happens? But you also, one thing that I really stress to people too, is when it comes to pricing, you're going to get different groups of people. And so what's going to happen is you're not helping your future business out any by lowering your prices, because now we're talking to totally different clientele. And so, and that's, that's kind of one thing that we run into. So that's why, yeah. So I agree with you on not lowering it. I mean, at least keep your prices or raise them like you said. Yeah. How can you add value? If you do raise them, what else could you do that there's a perceived value of the thing you've just gifted, right? How can you up-level your onboarding experience? Like literally I have paid for things and have been so properly onboarded or just kind of like courted to that process where it can be like, wow, like this is a whole different experience than I'm used to. And they can look at you and say, well, Brooke is really taking things to the next level and realize like that's why there was a difference in price, right? When you show up differently, when you just can add the, like those little extra touches, right? I like to wow people. So if I am charging less or little profit margin or I'm discounting, I don't have as much to basically wow you. So if I can charge a little bit more, but I can surprise you with like a beautiful, I'm making this up, but like a beautiful photo that you printed and actually like mailed to them. Like I had a photographer, I usually would go to the photographer and they would just what, give you like all the images through email. And then sometimes I wouldn't print any of those out. Like they're just like CDs sitting in the basement in a box. Yeah. And my one photographer sent me in the mail I didn't order them, but she sent me like four by six, like printed and this really cute, like trifold of three pictures. And those are the only pictures I ever 
printed. I didn't even print that myself, but I ever printed from that like photo shoot. But I see that every time. And I think of them and how they went about and beyond. And nobody has done that since. Wow. That's really good. So I have a question for you that I get asked too. And the question is, we, we know that we are like our prices, the way that you said, we give an amazing client experience. So the question is, how can you almost not convince, but show that you've got more than just like, Hey, I'm going to show up and take your pictures before someone's like, I actually want to book you. Is there any, like any marketing we could do to kind of show we're more than just the average photographer? Yeah. So first of all, you ever see like those things that show like the check boxes of like, we do, you know, X, Y, Z. And then it's like other photographers and it's all unchecked. Right. Yes. So first of all, it's like anybody can make that and do whatever you want with it. But some people just need the education of like, wow, I didn't know that some photographers did it this way and some don't. So I think even on educating people what it looks like to buy from you and the experience, whether they purchased or not. So even doing, you know, a couple minute video on what it looks like to work with us and that's it. And people just on Instagram can press play and hear what the process is. And then when they hear the process, it might be going I've never had that kind of process with any, I've just shown up and then they send me the CD in the mail or not even the mail anymore, the email, right? So the more you can show how you're different and talk about how you're different, the more they're going to go, okay. And the more you can get your people to tag and shout out those experiences and you can have them show and them share and you keep it on the highlight on Instagram or something like that will be super helpful as well. Okay. I love these. I'm just listening to all these and I'm like, yep, used to do that. Quit. Now I need to read. Yeah. I need to do that. And especially for me, I I did a huge pivot in my business, which I shared already on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but going from a lot of the outdoor evening golden hour shoots to now we just opened up a brick and mortar studio. And so it's like a whole new pivot. So you're giving me lots of ideas that I can do in there. But I think a lot of it is just showing your process, showing behind the scenes, all of those things. So Okay. So as we wrap this up, do you have any other tips during these hardships or even in seasons when we just kind of feel like we don't really, we don't know how to show up. We don't want to show up, you know, any advice just kind of overcome that. Right. So this is all mindset, right? You, I mean, it really is like, I just gave a million strategies, but if your thought is this won't work for me, it won't. And that's it. Like you just said in the beginning, like I'm always problem solving because my thought is I will figure this out. Like, I don't care what you give me. I don't care what happens. I don't care who the president is. I don't care what pandemic comes next. I will figure it out. And when you believe that, right. And you start to act as if you believe it, things start to work out. Now they don't work out immediately. Like, do you know how many things I tried in the pandemic that totally flopped that I thought was going to be like the most amazing thing? Like I just kept having these amazing ideas and then I would put it out there and then nobody would buy it. (laughs) Like what? Like I thought this was going to be huge. It didn't stop me from trying again and trying again until we did figure it out. So that's the thing. It's like, you've got to step into that mindset of I'm not going anywhere. I will be the last one standing. This is survival of the fittest and I will do what I need to do, but you got to be smart, right? And that's where I'm talking about what is your break-even number and how do we make sure that that break-even number, you are staring at it and the goal is to get to break-even as fast as possible. And as soon as you're there, it's to profit 1% and then it's to profit two and then three. And we just keep baby stepping like a little bit more because if you're at a certain level and you feel like it's just so so far to where you want to be, that's when you give up. 
But when you think I just got to get 1% smarter each day, like 1%, right? You can do that. So it's a mindset game. Like the more you can surround yourself around people that are positive and are doing things and getting through it, the better chance you're going to have versus just talking to like your friends and your neighbors and your mom. And you're like, yeah, it's not going great. And she's like, you should just shut this down. Like, don't listen to those type of people that aren't in this space and in this, in this world. Oh my goodness. That is so gold. And yes. And that little community you talked about is exactly what my blueprint program is for photographers. Because if you don't have someone to give you tough love to snap you out of it, the way that you do for your students Mm -hmm. too, I mean, it's going to be really tough. You and I shared the exact same mindset. Mine's not, oh, this is going to fail. Mine is like, okay, we've got plan A to Z and we're going to pull them as, as needed, you know, keep going. And I think just like plan for the unexpected and, and plan for things to go wrong. I think the people that get the most discouraged is like, wait, I tried that thing that Stacey said and it didn't work. And they tried it once and they didn't even do it as much as I said to do it. And now they're like, it didn't work. And now they're just done. It's like, try it again, try to do it better, try to do it in a different way with a different client, with a different approach. And eventually that thing will work if you continue to work it. Yes, that was a gut punch for someone. So, okay, I love it so much. All right, Stacey, where can my listeners get more of you? Let's, especially your podcast too, because obviously they like podcasts. Yes. So the podcast is called Foot Traffic. Definitely head on over there. We're doing about three episodes a week right now. So we are just cranking out content. And then the other place I would say is my Instagram. Like that is my, Brooke and I, like I know we chat in the DMs. That's my favorite place to hang out. Personally, I'm on every platform, but Instagram is my jam. And that you can just find me at Stacey Tushel. I love it. Well, thank you so much. These were gold tips and I am excited to see what people implement into their business. Me too. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. If you're loving the content, can you take just two minutes and do me the biggest favor? Share your love for the show by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share the show to your social media. I'm on a mission to transform our photography industry and the best way to reach others is to share the show. I'll catch you on the next episode.